All right, guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Aaron Talamantes. If you guys don't know me, I'm here to talk about creationism versus traducianism, I believe. I'm here with Jacob Contreras, also a student of Arizona Christian. He's a major in biblical studies and theology, I believe, under Dr. Rutt. So, Jacob, you're familiar with both terms, correct? Yeah, I am. Um, so creationism is basically just the defining term of saying that as soon as a soul is created and like your parents have sex and you, there's a baby in the womb, God creates a new soul and puts it into the baby. And, and at that moment, you're officially made. Versus Traducianism is basically saying that every soul that's ever been created or will be created or has been created as already made after the six days of creation. Basically saying that on the sixth day of creation, God made every person that ever was is or will be and they had already existed in time and they just come to kind of fulfill their role in the moment that they need to be here okay yeah i think we got it so do you have right off the bat do you lean one way or the other yeah i definitely lean more towards creationism than transducianism um that's mostly just because i think that god still chooses us and um and isaiah and other verses in the old testament it says that uh, God knows the plans he has for you when you're in your mother's womb. He he openly says that. He's like, hey, for I know the plans I have for you. I, I formed you in your mother's womb, and, and I do things to to create and to destroy. And so at this moment, we see God chooses that to, to openly say that, hey, I didn't just allow it up to chance. Like, I didn't, fit, I didn't stop making things. I'm still making things every day. Okay. Do you, do you personally feel any conflict with that? Because of Genesis, like you, I, I believe you said it when you first. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, when you look at Genesis, it definitely says that like God's done creating. But I think we look at that and we say that God's done creating things that were made to be perfect and, and live in the perfect society and the perfect world that we see in Eden before the fall of man through Adam and Eve's failure to obey God. So God makes this perfect world and everything that ever needed to be perfect was put inside the garden. And because of the fall of man, sin entering the world we get this new level of, of life, this new reality almost in a sense that we don't know what the garden was like. We don't know what life was like before this. So God kind of, not that he had to rewrite, rewrite his plans, but he kind of has to adapt to, to our mistakes because he's the author of everything. Okay. Okay. So then kind of switching gears here, do you think like speaking on the topic of creationism, when God creates, even after he said he was done creating, or honestly, any of these two topics, do you think that's why there's sin in the world today? Uh, yeah, I would say that there's sin in the world. I mean, if you look at the Transducianism version, we are still sinful because Adam was sinful. Adam fell from God's presence um, by eating of the fruit and partaking of it and, um, and lying about what he did. He falls to sin and, and he allows this to corrupt his life. So the transitionism would say that, hey, Adam fell. So because of that, you fell and your father fell and his father fell all the way back. And we can count the lineage all the way back to the first man who okay. fell. Okay, so, you're, so you believe, like in your own convictions, that we are born sinful because of the fall. Yes. I would say that as soon as you exit the womb, your, your mother gives birth to you, you're already a sinful person. Um, and I, I look at that and I say, see it in Romans, right? And Paul tells us that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. He tells us there's no righteous man on earth. And even Paul, the man who wrote most of the New Testament, considered one of the 
essentially the greatest Christian to ever live, tells us in his letters, he says, hey, if there was a king of sinners, it would be me. I'm not even perfect. So I think if he couldn't do it, none of us could. Okay. Okay. So we're all born sinful in nature because of Adam. Mm-hmm. And then this world just taints us even more. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine it like if you have a a shirt that's completely white and you want to tie-dye it and you only drop one little piece of red on it. And that's kind of when you're born, you just have the little spot of red. But every day, someone adds more and more color. And, and that's the sin kind of corrupting us. And that's the danger is that eventually you're going to end up with a fully tie-dyed shirt. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so just to clarify, you lean more to, I believe you said the creationist side. Yes, that's that's personal. my personal opinion, yeah. But I mean... Honestly, when you look at scripture, it definitely has the ability to point to both. There's there's no right or wrong answer. It's more of a preference on how you want to see your own sin in your life. And if you feel that your sin was created or your sin was inherited, either way, you're still sinful and we still need Jesus to save us. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I definitely think the Bible in itself is contradictory. It contradicts itself throughout the story. Just speaking of Genesis, in Genesis 1, you know, I think God creates the plants on the third day but he doesn't create the sun until the next day sure you know what I mean yeah and then also he creates the light on the first day correct but he doesn't create the sun our source of light to you see what I'm saying yeah I get it and that's a that's a much deeper question than what most theologians are even willing to accept and, and they think that that light that we see, and it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and without the void. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord hovered above the waters, and there was just darkness on the land. And God says, let there be light. And he brings forth this light, and essentially, he is the light, right? Yeah, I think it's just beyond our concept of understanding. Without you know, a doubt. You know what I mean? So, but, all right, cool. Well, appreciate Jacob for being a part of this. Uh, yeah, appreciate you having me so. here. All right, guys. Appreciate it.